Welcome to the Happily Hill Mom Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, Elisa May from HappilyHillMom.com. And today's episode is going to be a very juicy episode. Um, it's unscripted as usual, candid, very raw, um, straight to the point. I'm going to try not to, uh, you know, dodge and, you know, thing. Just move around and bounce around from from topic to topic. I'm trying not to do that. I just tried to do this podcast and it went over 19 minutes. And I was just like, I'm not even halfway through my story yet. So (laughs) we're going to keep this a little bit more, you know, compressed. And we're going to try to get through this as quick as possible. But today is a very raw side of Elisa. Um, If you've you know, been following me on social media, or you've been listening to the podcast, or you have been a reader, thank you so much. I also believe that you would notice that I have been gone for a while. Um, And this is what this post, this this, uh, podcast is what this is all about. If you head over to the blog, you can read the post. There is a post titled the same thing, lemons and grenades for life lessons um, that I've learned after my recent pity party or something like that is called. This is exactly the same, except for this is in a podcast form, because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, moms do not have time to read over 800 words, Elisa. You have to put it where they can get it, you know? If this is someone's peppermint on the pillow, then you have to make it accessible to them. They don't want to find it on the floor if it's a peppermint for the pillow. So I was like, this has to be a podcast easy accessible bite-sized information which I love because I I am a mom I'm on the go I don't have time to to read every five minutes you know something that I that interests me so I'd rather listen and you know ease through it and, and implement it like that so that's what this podcast is all about so yeah this is very hard for me go grab some uh some popcorn some coffee some tea a smoothie would have you you know whatever you fancy go grab it and you know just settle in hopefully maybe you're on the train maybe you're about to get on the train maybe you're driving maybe you're about to start driving or maybe you're just home relaxing take it in listen to the podcast to the very end and do not be afraid to say to yourself this is my peppermint on the pillow this is for me I am claiming this today, okay, because someone needs this somewhere, I am not the only one, this is, I don't go through struggles for myself, I I say this all the time, I am a servant leader, whatever struggles I go through, it's because someone on the other side is going through it with me, you know, and so they can't figure it out by themselves, and so this is me giving them, you know, feedback, and you know what? Everything isn't for everyone, but if this is for you, do not be afraid to claim your peppermint on the pillow. Do not be afraid to say, this is mine and I'm claiming it. That's it, you know? Walk with it and don't be afraid. Don't be judgmental to yourself. Be very kind with yourself. Be very patient with yourself. All right, I think I'm talking enough, so (laughs) let's get started. Okay, so if I move around a few 
please do not be alarmed because I am trying to record and something's going on. I don't know why, but my mic isn't acting properly today. So, yes, okay. So, in April, the beginning of April, something happened that changed my life. Something shifted my, um, you know, my focus. It shifted my energy. And it was very much a conscious decision. But at the end of the day, it was an unexpected repercussion. Okay? So, an honest, conscious decision with an unexpected repercussion. Those things happen, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you do something with the best intention. Sometimes you do things knowing that it needs to get done and you're clear. And maybe you even planned it out. But the repercussions are unimaginable. You cannot, un- you cannot understand what is going to happen. You may try to predict it. You may try to, um, you know, tell yourself that it's going to be like ABC. And it ends up being ZHB. And then, you know, when your wires get crossed and you're just like, what is going on here? All right. So that's what happened to me. In April, um, I made the decision to end my six-year relationship with my children's father. We did break up before in the past when my daughter was born. But this is so much different because this time it's over. And so... um, when we got back together, we got back together. Uh, my daughter was born in 2014. We got back together in 2016. And when we got back together, one of the first things I said to him is, this is the last time. If we don't make it, we don't make it. Like, let's not try this again. I don't want to keep doing this. And so he agreed, you know, and we've, we've spoken about it since then. And, you know, in April, I made the decision to pull the plug on the relationship. It was not in my best interest it was not aligned with what I wanted um I do go to therapy a lot of you know that and so when I went to one of my therapy sessions I was speaking to my therapist about how unhappy I was I was super unhappy um we've spoke about it in the past you know me being unhappy in this relationship me trying to please him um and please the kids because I am the happily hill mom and I do want the best for everyone in the family I don't want anyone to feel neglected hurt unheard you know I want everyone to feel like they're equal and so I stayed in the relationship you know even though I didn't want to be in it I stayed in it for the children I stayed in it for him I just didn't want the commotion we had so many plans for this year we were supposed to move to Georgia um we were supposed to do a lot of things this year and I just didn't want to interrupt that I didn't want to flip that I told myself Be patient. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. You know, things are going to change. You're going to feel different. Just give it time. I kept telling myself that. And I was like, your kids, you don't want to disrupt your kids. You don't want to disrupt him. You want to make sure everyone is on the same page. Everyone feels loved, respected, you know, heard. You know, they don't, you don't want to break this up. I kept telling myself these things, you know. And all the while, like, my soul was saying, but Elisa, you don't want this. You don't want this. You don't want this. And I just kept saying to myself, you don't know what I want. You know, this could change. And so I went to talk, I spoke to my therapist. I figured out how the conversation actually started. It probably was a different conversation that merged into us talking about my relationship. And so I was saying to my therapist, like, I really want to break up with him. But, you know, I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to hurt the kids. And so my therapist was saying to me, 
you know, why? Why would you do this to yourself? Why would you be in a relationship that you know you don't want to be in? Why do you want to put everyone's needs instead of your in front of your own? And I was like, I don't know. Like, this is how I've always been. Like, I've always been that person to put someone else's needs in front of my own. Listen, look at what I do for like a living. I'm a customer service liaison full time, and then I have my own business as a a life coach and on the side, you know, and like. This is what I do. I serve people. I am who I am. I don't want to change that. But this is who I know how to be. This is the only person I know how to be. And so I was like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. So he said to me, he said, uh, what would you do if you did have the answer? What would that change? And he said to me, you know, this is what I want you to think about for next time. Um, and when you come to our session, I want you to tell me. And so I was like, okay, this is easy. I've got this in the bag. This is not even hard work. I can easily find out why I am the way I am. So I went home and, you know, it, we see each other once a week. So it, it took seven days for me to see him again. And so I pondered and I pondered and I cried and I was like, I don't understand um, I kept trying to figure out, like, why? Why am I like this? Why am I like this? And then I was like, I don't know why I'm like this. But then I kept asking myself, what does it matter? Why? What, like, what would it change if you had the answer, you know? And so I was thinking, and I was like, oh, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter why. Um, you know, why? Uh, I, what it, it wouldn't change anything, if I had the answer, because either I would be with him or I wouldn't. And I said to myself, you deserve better. You deserve what you want. The answer does not matter. To, the answer to the question does not matter. All that matters is that you know that you're unhappy. And so I said to myself, I'm unhappy, so what am I going to do about it, right? And so I said, you know what? Pull the plug. And so that's what I did. And I went, I broke up with my ex and I went back the next week and I told my therapist, I said, it's over. It's finally over. And I said, you know, I realized that the question, I mean, the, you know, the answer never mattered. And the reason behind the answer would never matter. All that mattered was the fact that I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was unhappy. And that's all that it took for me to really realize that I had to change things. And so that's what I did. And my therapist was like, yeah, I'm so happy you've come to that realization, you know. And so after that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, like, this, I don't know what to call it. It's like I stepped into a whole nother world of bad energy, bad decisions, bad uh, communication. They said Mercury retrograde was in effect and... I I totally believe it because it's it was just so bad. Like I haven't had energy like that since before my son was born. Like I've never even when me and my ex broke up before, it was never this bad. It was just like he didn't want to compromise being friends. Um, you know, he wanted the relationship or nothing. His thing was like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I understand that. I understand that he was hurt. But he's always been my best friend. He's been my go to partner. And so you know when you break up with your boyfriend and he's like your best friend so you can't go to your best friend and talk about your boyfriend because they're the same person? It was just like I didn't have anybody. And like I could talk to my sisters, yeah, um, but they they couldn't um, they couldn't relate, you know? And so it was just like, they're like, oh, just whatever. You're going to get over it or you're going to get back together. And I was just like, no, this is it. 
Um, so we, we couldn't get along. Uh, we would argue. We would tech, we have text wars. Oh my God, it was, the energy was so bad. I felt depleted. I felt ugly inside. I just, I, I couldn't think. My creativeness was just gone. Anything that I really wanted to do was just gone. I was depressed. I couldn't do anything. And so, um, if you know me, if you know my backstory, you know that my go-to coping mechanisms are sex piercings and tattoos anything with like pain or anything that takes me out of my element like that that is my coping me- unhealthy coping coping mechanisms oh i'm getting tongue tied those are my unhealthy coping mechanisms i do have healthy ones um but those are my my egotistical i like to call them um my shegotistical uh coping mechanisms you know, and so I, I hooked up with one guy. I don't want to lie. I'm not going to be a liar. I'm here to serve a purpose. This is someone's peppermint on the pillow, and I don't want to crush it. <laughs> so I'm going to be as raw and honest, and I don't care about what other people think about me anyway. But I, I had one hookup, okay? And it was it was a good hookup. I'm not going to lie. But it did what it did to me emotionally, psychologically, it was damaging to my to who I want to be who I am becoming who I am um it took me back to who I used to be and I've never felt this before guys but like I don't know if anyone can relate but after like you have like a one night stand or something and you have a a hangover I've never experienced a sexual hangover in my life and it wasn't like the good kind of hangover like when you're drinking alcohol and you're like oh Oh, last night was so good. I don't even mind this. I'm just going to put a cold press on. No, it was like mentally, emotionally drained. It just felt like the same thing that I was going through with my ex. But it was just from another person. And it was like they rubbed their energy. I felt like someone rubbed their energy off on me. I, I don't know. Like I went there feeling great. Left feeling great, woke up feeling like a hot ass mess, feeling like I didn't know my ass from my elbow. I didn't feel good. I didn't like I just felt degraded. I felt ashamed. I felt angry. I was so angry. I don't know why I was angry. I was confused. I I felt confused. I didn't understand what the hell was going on to me. I'm looking at Google it. I'm like, is there any such thing as a sexual hangover? I did not know what the hell was going on. Um, you know, I went for a walk. I was like, I need to clear my head. I don't know what is going on here. Like, I, I could not shake it. It was just different. I've never, ever, 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 ever felt that way after having sex with someone, even if it was bad sex. It was just, it was a different energy. And so, I don't know. I think it was just the fact that I knew, like, in my mind that I shouldn't have done it. And then I went and did it anyway because I'm, you know, trying to cope the unhealthy way when I knew there were other ways I, I I know this stuff you know like this is this is what I do I know healthy coping mechanisms but something in me just turned off and said you know I don't want to listen to you right now and I want to just feel pain you've been strong for too long you've been holding out you know this is for you we're doing this for you and so that's what I think happened. I think at the end of the day, like my 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 shego was on top, and then at the end she went to sleep, and then the real you know Elisa came up, and it was like, oh my god, something stinks, and so that's what happened. I believe that's really what happened. 
and and there's just so much going on in my head like i want to make sure i get this in but i don't want to make it too long i'm sorry guys okay so after that happened um you know i went back to my therapist and we're talking and he's saying to me um you know why did why did you have sex knowing that you didn't want like you know knowing that this is an unhealthy coping mechanism or you know, why do you, why is sex your go-to coping mechanism? And so I, I thought about it and I'm thinking to him, and I said to him, you know, it's just the whole completeness I feel when I'm engaging in sexual activity with someone. And I think that this is very crucial. This is really someone's peppermint on the pillow. I know I keep saying that, but this is what I want to say for this. This is just a side note. If you don't understand why you're doing something, you're going to keep doing it. If you understand why you're doing it, then you can stop it. Okay? Not always. Maybe sometimes, like I said from the beginning, like an answer may not matter. But if it comes to something like a coping mechanism and it's something that is detrimental to you, you have to figure out why you're doing it. And so I thought about it and I said to, my, I said to him, you know, it's, it's the completeness that I feel when I'm with someone else. That takes me out of the environment of feeling stressed out and pain, you know, um, unpretty, whatever have you, whatever. That's how I've always felt. Like when someone made me mad, if I was not, but not before. I'm talking before I had kids, not when I was with my my children's father. This is before I had kids. This is when I was prostituting, stripping on the whole nine. Um, sex was just always into play. Like I know why it came into play. Like I knew that. I had a way with men, you know. Yeah, that's one part. But the whole reason why. I would run to it is because of the companionship, the closeness, the intimacy, the that we're on, we're both on the same page. We're both thinking about the same thing. We're both worried about each other, making each other happy. We're not thinking about the rest of the universe. We're not thinking about oh, we got to buy groceries. We're not thinking about um, you know oh, this person made me feel angry today at work. We're not thinking about that. We're all thinking about we're both connected, and I love that. I love that feeling. But at the same time. It's very unhealthy and it's very careless. So I had to take a step back and I was just like, this is not really what I signed up for. I know better. I know better. And I need to do better. I have kids. I have, um, you know, a brand. I have people who look up to me and who believe in me and who I believe in. And I can't say to someone, this is, you know, if someone was to do that, I can't say to them, you did the right thing, you know? So if the shoe was on the other foot, I know it would be wrong. And I would have to, you know, help them find their way out of it. So it's the same thing for me. Who what, who am I to try to give someone advice when I can't even take my own? But like I said, I was a hot mess. I wanted to be in that place. I just felt like I needed to get my stripes, so to speak. Like I needed those stripes because like that relationship took a lot out of me. Being in that relationship so unhappy and just trying to keep it together, it took a lot out of me. So it made me feel like I deserve to get my stripes. Like, you know when you need to cry, you need to have a good cry. And you're like, no, I deserve this. Let me cry it out. This That's what I felt about the whole, let me just be me. Let me be free. Let me be, you know, let me experience the pain. Let me feel it. I want to feel this. I deserve this. And so... I couldn't shake it. Like, I kept trying, and I was just like, no, Lisa, you kind of sort of need this. And, you know, I thought about getting back on my ex, and I was just like, but what would that solve? Would that really solve anybody's problem right now? Like, being in a relationship that you don't want to be in again, like, what was the point of the whole thing anyway? 
Uh, so I was like, that's a no-no. We're not doing that anymore. And, you know, I was having a pity party. My sister tried to cheer me up. She, you know, she took me out. She really took care of me. Um, she she brought me my Happily Hill Mom t-shirt. I love her for that. I got to get some more done. I'm actually going to put some merchandise on the website after looking at the shirt. I was like, this can be better. The, the design could be better. So off topic right now. Sorry. But this design could totally be better. But we're going to get some shirts for the summertime. Woo woo. Okay. Done. Done with that. Promo coming soon. Okay. But yeah. So my sister brought me a Happily Hill Mom t-shirt. She's trying to get me out of my funk. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just give it, you know, time. Stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about it. And I was just like, oh, girl, this, I'm so drained. I don't know what to do with myself. I was a hot mess. I can't. I can't even deal with my own self. Um, you know, so it was just really, really horrible. I couldn't, like, I, it's just like it wasn't me. I've, it's like I'm trying to explain this to you guys with the best intentions. And I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable but I want you to think about a time where you didn't feel like yourself like when you know you felt off and you still allow that that feeling to go you know when you still allowed yourself to flow in that negative energy space that's what I was going through that's not good it's like you know what you need to do but you're not doing it because for whatever reason you you it's like it's it's foolishness Anyway, that's how I want to say it without being too, too raw, too in your face with it. But it was foolish of me to have the tools and the resources that I needed to get out of my situation and not use them. And so I was just like, I don't care, though. I don't, I don't really want to. Um, and even when I did, I was just like, but I don't know how. And I'm just like, Elisa, but you're Elisa. You're happily Hill mom. You know how. And so it was just a back and forth tug of war tug of war okay we're gonna get off of that topic um so i'm back after day around day 28 it was almost the end of may when i mean the end of april when i decided to pull myself together and it was just because it was like this is enough elisa i don't care what you you don't want to do i don't care what you have to do like you're going to get out of this because we don't have time for this. There's someone who needs you. Your kids need you. You have to look at the bigger picture. And so I started to look at my kids. And my son, he was a little hurt. I seen him, you know, acting out over it. I seen him wondering why we weren't together at his dad's house. And, you know, why you don't stay over, mommy? I want to stay over. And the kids are just, like, crying when I leave. And it just felt bad. And I was just like, you can't, even if it is bad now, they'll survive. Like, they have tough skin. They're... They're not going to break, you know. We, we try to teach our kids to be strong, but then we treat them like they're going to break. And I'm just like, they're not going to break. And if you keep them in this position, they will break. And if you keep yourself in this position, they will break. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I have I have no time for this. <laughs> I'm not with the shits. I'm sorry. I, I have no time for this. And I need to get myself on track. I need to get my life on track. I need to make sure my kids are good. I need to make sure that I'm healing myself so that I can help them heal from the wounds that I, you know, unintentionally inflicted, you know. And so I, that's what I did. I got myself together. I pulled myself out. I asked myself one thing. Are your kids happy? Yes, they are. They're a bit confused right now. Yes, they are. But they're happy. Is your ex um, happy? No. 
you know, and that was something I really didn't like. I, I really love my ex. I really love my children's father. I really, really love him. But I don't, not in that remote romantic love, you know. But me allowing myself to drag on this pity party is not, a, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping him put himself back together so that he can find the love of his life. It's not doing anything for him. And for me, yes, I'm grieving, but I am okay. And it's okay to grieve. And it's okay to grieve in a healthy way. And it's okay to acknowledge that you're grieving. And it's not weird at all. Like, I just felt weird when I was grieving. And I didn't want to acknowledge it as grief. I just wanted to acknowledge it as Alisa needs this right now. You know, it was more egotistical stuff. So, you know, I thought that's the way I looked at it. And I looked at it and I said, if I can pull myself together, and then he can pull himself together, and then he can find his happy. And that's all I want for anyone. I want everyone to find their happy. You don't have to find your happy with me. You don't have to find your healing with me. I don't really particularly care. I just want to help people. And if my answers aren't giving you what you need, then you know you need to find someone else, and that's okay. So that's what I what I, what I wanted to, um, that's what I really was thinking about when I was, you know, pulling myself out of this this pit of pity. <laughs> The pit of pity. And when I was pulling myself out of the pit of pity, I, I, I was asking, I was saying these things to myself. So I'm in a good place right now. I'm really, really happy. I'm back on track. I'm still a little shaken up. There are little times where I'm just like, you know what? You know what? You're not going to get me today, you bad energy space. You're not going to get me. Um, there are days when I still have that, of course. It's only been like a month or so. Um, there are days when we still argue, and but I'm, I know better to, than to keep giving into it, you know, keep giving into the arguments, keep giving into the hurt and the pain. We're both hurt, we're both full of pain right now, so I try to keep the conversation to a minimum. I try to be respectful as much as possible. I try to not put myself in his business, which is hard, because he's he is working on himself right now, and it's just like... I want to know everything. I want to know why um, this is happening. I want to know if he's okay. And he, you know, he's like, I need you. This is not happening. Tonight. We're not having this conversation. And I'm just like, oh, but I want to know. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's hard. It's really hard. Um, but it is not impossible, and it is not forever. Okay, we are not here forever. So when life gives you lemons, this is what the whole thing is life gives you lemons and we turn them into grenades for some reason it's like life just throws us a lemon and we're looking at it and we're like oh a grenade a grenade and it's like no it's just a lemon it's just the perception of you know the lemon it's a perception of the scenario and so that's where our lemons and grenades come from because when you have a lemon when life hands you a lemon it's time to make lemonade. It's not time to panic. When you panic, you send yourself into a state of shock and, and, and you're you're just like disaster and none of that is good. Okay, so the four life lessons I've learned from this pity party, okay? The first is most of the time lemons are just that. They're lemons, okay? Although we find ourselves in unexpected situations and life throws us lemons, they are still just lemons. It's all about the perception and it's all about seeing the lemon for what it is. Do not panic. 
Look at the entire situation. Look at the different outlooks of the situation, even the good and the bad. If you need to make a pros and a cons list, look it over. Look it over and say, hey, there's more pros and there are cons. This must be a lemon. It's not the end of the world. Are you going to die? Is someone else going to die? What is going on here in this situation that says that this is a grenade? Do the grenade check, okay? Because you need to check and say, is it, are we going to die any minute? Is the pin out of the grenade? No, it's not. It's just a lemon, Lisa. Just look. It's just a lemon, Sarah. It's just a lemon, Janet. You have to, you have to look at it, okay? I'll make the lemonade. <laughs> the second is it's okay to grieve, okay? Somewhere along the way, we think that you know, grieving is only for when someone passes on or something like that. No, grieving is for loss. If you lose your teddy bear, it's okay to grieve. If you lose your cat, it's okay to grieve. If you burn your dinner, it's okay to grieve. If you lose your spouse to someone else or to life or to circumstance, it is okay to grieve, you know? Um... It's all about loss, okay? And it's okay. We don't. You're not weak for grieving. You're not weak for taking time to cry and to recognize and acknowledge that this is something that you did want and it's an investment that you did take part in. So it's okay to grieve. That's what I've learned. <laughs> um, you do not discount your emotions at all. Do not try to scrape them under the pillow or whatever. Do not try to do that. Look at it. Say, hey, I lost a friend here. You know, this friendship that I had for 10 years is no longer as strong as it was. And I'm not sure if we can get it back. At least not right now. I need time to grieve. I need time to accept this. I need time to figure things out. (coughs) Excuse me. I need time to figure things out. Um, That's what you need to do. Take that time. Do not throw yourself a pity party for 28 days. But, you know, take the time to acknowledge and... And come to terms with it. All right. And showing yourself, you know, um, showing up for yourself is never optional. That's number three. So this is something that I, this was like the core of the whole pity party that I felt like showing up for myself was optional. And I prolonged the hurt. You know, it's like you're putting off the inevitable. And so, because I didn't want my kids hurting, I didn't want my, my ex boyfriend hurting. Like, I kept telling myself that what I needed was optional. They're going to be good. They're okay. They're, I mean, you know, they're, as long as they're okay, I'm okay. And I'm, that's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. Showing up for yourself is never optional. I don't care if it's in a job. I don't care if it's in a, um, with a spouse. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's for anything. I don't care. It's never optional. Once you make a decision that you want something, you don't want something, that is not optional. You can't take it off the table. Once it's on the table, it's on the table. If you're not happy, figure it out. Because you trying to stay in something, you trying to compromise, you becoming complacent is not helping anybody. And it's damn sure not going to help yourself. And you're going to just feel regret and resentment every time you come across that situation. You're just going to feel more regret, more resentment, trying to hold on to something that needs to be let go of, trying to not take something that you should be taking. You know, trying to make everyone else happy just for you to be miserable at the end of the day. I'm pretty sure if the people that you're taking care of, they don't want you miserable. And if they do want you miserable, then you shouldn't be taking care of them anyway. So it all comes back to you. At the end of the day, self, 
you know, um, being yourself, showing up for yourself, being there for yourself, being the security blanket that you need is not optional at all. Don't let anyone else tell you it is because it's not. And the last but not least is all magic comes with a price. I know, I know the whole Once Upon a Time TV show. I love that show. Once is so good. Okay. But it is true for life. I don't think that, you know, it's all about magic. I think life is magic. I think life is very magical. Um, And I think that comes with a price. Living in your conscious, free decision-making realm, living for your purpose, living for your kids, living for love, whatever you, you're living for, whatever your purpose is, whatever gets you up in the morning, whatever rattles your cage, that is magic. Let's stop thinking that we're talking, um, you know, metaphysical or, or you know, uh, supernatural. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about living consciously, open-mindedly living our purpose, our true purpose. That is magic, and that comes with a price. That comes with stepping on people's toes. That comes with getting people all, you know, up in your face and angry. That comes with you having to make decisions that you don't feel comfortable making. It comes with repercussions, and that's okay because you will have the thick skin. If you don't have it now, by the end of the race, you will have it. It's not optional either. Like, Anything that you really want is going to take blood, sweat, and tears. And if it doesn't, then you don't want it bad enough or it just doesn't push you far far enough. Me having to break up with my children's father, that was hard. But it was something that I really, truly believed in. And yeah, it came with a price. It came with the price of pain and sorrow and grief and, and confusion and messiness, you know. But at the end of the day... I bet you that he's feeling a little bit more better than he would have if we would still be together because we'd be arguing right now, you know, and the kids will be watching and then we would be like, this is so not even what we signed up for. And so, yeah, I'll take the repercussions of stepping into my truth and, and claiming what I want over any type of real, you know, pain that I could be causing someone long term, you know, I'll take that over anything, any day. All magic comes with a price. Any true purpose, any conscious decision you make is going to come with a price. It may not be a bad price. Sometimes repercussions are good. But it does come with a price. We are going into a long, long time with this. So I'm going to cut this short. Uh, that is the end of my rant for my pity party. Um, the pit a party. <laughs> Lemons and grenades, you know... You are armed with lemons. Make the lemonade. Do not turn your lemons into grenades. It is so not necessary. It'll really cause you to have to backtrack and then clean up all the mess you made. And then it's just like you've just been throwing around lemons and now you got lemon juice everywhere. And you're just at the end, you're looking and just like, what the hell? This is not even a grenade. How did I see this as a grenade? It's just like, it's just not necessary. Not necessary at all. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just save yourself the heartache. Save yourself the pain. I hope this is your peppermint on the pillow. If you like this, please subscribe. We are on iTunes. Woo, woo. Um, I'm not doing this over. <laughs> I was going to do it over. 
this is going on 12 o'clock in the morning um i hope this is your peppermint on the pillow like i said if you really like to subscribe and review please i'm i'm going on to my fourth episode i need some reviews now um i haven't really been putting it out but yeah, head over to happilyhillmom.com. You can click on podcast. It should take you to the iTunes page. You can leave a comment, leave a review, um, subscribe. And that's it. I hope to see you soon. I hope you're stepping into your truth. I hope you're not turning lemons into grenades for sure. I hope that you're here. We're coming into, um, you know, the sixth month of the year. We're so close to the end of the year it just feels so surreal like it's like the year just started no but you're it's really about to be the third quarter and um so i'm really really super excited i want to create some content i am working on a uh, the happily held mom coaching program that i hope to have out by the end of june i want to say the end of june i'm working around the clock i do have an amazing coach who is helping me pull it all together for you guys. I have so much content, so much in my head that I want to get it out onto a, um, a program. The program will be one-on-one coaching. Um, yeah, so just stay tuned for that. Uh, and yeah, until next time, please don't make lemons and drink grenades. <laughs> Happily help mom out.